Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today's recipe is another of the Bundt Cake series that we're doing to preserve the memory of the glorious Bundt Cake. This one is called the Socket to Me Cake. This recipe obviously comes from the 70s, late 60s, early 70s. It's referencing, I'm going to say laugh-in, unless Socket to Me was a popular saying in the South, because this cake supposedly comes from the South, and it's called a Southern Butter Cake. Now, here's how this came about, this recipe. I found in my pantry a boxed yellow cake mix, and I don't know why it was there. I have every once in a while, I'll pick them up, you know, if I think I might be doing something or, you know, like for an emergency, in case of emergency. I usually make everything from scratch, but I had, I didn't even know I had a cake mix, actually. So I found it in there and I thought, oh, geez, I hate to waste it. Eh, maybe I'll see if I can find something to do with it. So I thought, oh, I'll, maybe I'll make a bunt cake. <laughs> well, I guess I'll make a bunt cake with it. So I start looking for recipes. I looked up bunt cakes you can make using a yellow box cake mix. Okay, that was my search term. And what popped up was the socket to me cake, which made me crack up laughing. And I looked at the recipe and I thought, oh, that's a pretty good recipe. I think I can do that. I think I have everything. So that's what I did. But the original socket to me cake calls for a streusel filling inside the cake that has uh, pecans and cinnamon and stuff in it. And I didn't, I, I wasn't feeling that. But I had something else in my pantry it's really weird. I was buying peanut butter chips for putting in one of my muffin mixes, okay? So I get all these bags and bags of peanut butter chips. Come home, and I'm putting them into the storage container that I store them in, and I get this bag, and it's not peanut butter chips. It's called Reese's Baking Pieces and Cups. And what it is, it's a bag of Reese's Pieces with little tiny Reese's cups in it. Like, what the heck am I going to do with this? I didn't even, it looks just like the other bags. I mean, it was bright orange, obviously, and I wasn't looking because I have that problem of not looking at stuff when I'm buying it. <laughs> so anyway, I had this bag and I'm like, what am I going to do with them? So of course, um, I was eating them. I opened the bag and was eating on them for a couple weeks. And I thought I cannot keep eating these things. This is ridiculous. I have to do something with them. So when I found the yellow cake mix and then I found the socket to me cake, I thought, hey, I'll use up those Reese's pieces and cups that I accidentally bought that I keep eating. So I did. And it made a really good cake. I mean, it was really good. So this is my version of the socket to me cake. I'll give you their version too for the streusel filling in case you want to do that. But my version of the socket to me cake let me tell you, this actually will sock it to you. <laughs> Whatever that means. Oh, my goodness. I love laughing. I don't know if other people love laughing, but it's on um, some of the retro slash antenna TV channels. And, um, yeah, it's really dated, but it's also really funny. They had some really great writers on that show, a couple that you might be familiar with. Steve Martin wrote for Laugh-In. The guy that went on to play Super Dave Osborne wrote for Laugh-In. A lot of really well-known comedians, uh, comedic actors, and comedy writers wrote for Laugh-In. So 
There are also a lot of not funny jokes on there. There's some good bits, but there's a lot of stuff that doesn't hold up in the very early seasons. Yeah, but it might have been funny then. It was probably really funny then. That's the thing, you know. It's funny in that day. So, yeah, it was a it was a, the I think probably the most important contribution that Laugh-In made to television and movies, whatever, is that it was an incubator for these really great comedians and comedic actors and writers that worked on the show. It introduced them to each other, and it just really... Because they had a lot of freedom on that show. They really had a lot of freedom to write, so so it was, you know... it's it's Well, okay, I better get off of television history and get back onto the cake. So the Socket to Me Cake... Yeah, that's a different podcast. <laughs> it's a different podcast for a different day. The Socket to Me Cake doesn't hit you with anything... You're not going to get hit with a wet sponge or anything surprising is going to happen to you when someone says, or I guess it could. Maybe that would be a side dish for the, you know, when you serve the socket to me cake, you have to get people to say that and then you, you know, do something surprising to them in memory of laughing, <laughs> in honor of laughing. There you go. So here it is. This is the recipe. It's pretty simple. You get the one boxed yellow cake mix of your choice. Um, and it needs to be the kind that'll make a two-layer cake, not the not the little tiny boxes. One cup of full-fat sour cream, three-fourths cup of butter. This is a fat cake, I'm telling you. One tablespoon of vanilla and four eggs. This is like a pound cake, and it's very, very dense and moist. It's a very good cake, but as you can see, there's a lot of fat in this. So you're going to take your yellow cake mix Pour it into your mixing bowl, add your one cup of sour cream, your three-fourths cup of butter softened, a tablespoon of vanilla, and start beating that, and then one at a time, add the eggs. Uh, one, two, three, four eggs, and beat this up until it's mixed really well. Your oven is preheated at 325, and your beautiful red granite ware bunt cake pan is prepped. By being carefully greased. Oh no, that's my beautiful red enamelware bunt. I love that pan so much. It's it's a really nice pan. Boy, does it it bakes beautifully. So if you get the chance to get one, if you look up enamelware bunt cake pan on Amazon, this pan will most likely pop up. It's red with little gold flecks on it. Great pan. Absolutely fantastic pan. So, so you just grease and flour like normal? You're just going to grease it. I didn't even flour it. I just greased it really well. It it really releases cakes well. I really like this pan. The, I've used it two times. It's it's great. But if you don't have a fancy red okay. enamelware pan, you have to flour it too? You should. If you don't have a fancy new red enamelware butt cake pan, you should grease and flour it very carefully and don't miss any little nooks or crannies or your cake will stick. That is all. <laughs> okay, now when you go to make this, what you want to do is put about a half of the batter into the cake pan, okay? And it's the same thing if you're going to do it with the um, other alternate filling that goes into it. So put about half of the cake batter in the pan. Then very carefully take the little Reese's cups from your bag of tiny baking Reese's pieces and tiny little Reese's cups and line them up around the middle of the batter going around the pan, okay? Just like poke them into the batter. Then take the Reese's pieces and sprinkle them on, but reserve about three-fourths of a cup of Reese's pieces out of your package because we're going to use those for the topping, okay? 
You don't have to reserve any of the Reese's Cups. If you have too many, just eat them. There's no point keeping them, all right? So you got half your batter in there. You've neatly arranged your little Reese's Cups, and now you're going to sprinkle the baking pieces over the top, but remember to reserve about three-fourths of the cup of them for the topping. Okay, now you're going to very carefully put the rest of your cake batter in on top of that stuff and smooth it down flat and you're going to put it in the oven to bake and it takes about 55 to 60 minutes. You're going to check it at about 50 minutes and you can check it with a toothpick either towards the middle of the pan or the outside edge and just check it very carefully. Try not to hit any delicious peanut butter bits while you're checking for doneness. You should get crumbs on it if it's done. Um, mine took 55 minutes, so it took the whole 55 minutes. Remove the pan to a cooling rack and let it cool for 15 minutes, and then flip it onto a plate to release the cake, and then let it finish cooling, okay? For your topping, what I did was, in a previous podcast episode, I told you about this delicious gnache drizzle that I made by um, taking three-fourths cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips and a half a cup of heated heavy cream and uh, making a drizzle out of it. So I'll give you that recipe again in case you didn't hear that. You're going to take three-fourths cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips and put them into a glass dish. And you're going to take a half a cup of heavy whipping cream and heat that in a small pan until it is just about to simmer. So you're going to see some steam coming off of it and it's hot enough to steam, but not hot enough to bubble. You're going to take that and pour it over your chocolate chips and then take a small whisk and just lightly stir that. And you want to stir that whipping cream while it's heating to make sure it's not going to scorch or anything. And then just stir those chips until they're all melted and they'll get beautiful, glossy texture to them. It comes out really, really nice. Once you've got it melted, you let that cool for a little bit and then you very carefully scrape that into a small plastic bag. Uh, Ziploc works the best. Squeeze the air out of it and seal it and let it sit until you're ready to use it. Once the cake is cold... You take that three-fourths cup or so of Reese's Pieces that you saved and chop them up into little bits. And then you're going to take your beautiful, glossy, ganache drizzle that you made, snip the end of the bag off so that about an eighth to a quarter-inch stream of chocolate comes out, and just put a heavy drizzle back and forth, back and forth, all the way around your bunt cake. Once you get all of your ganache on there, you're going to take your chopped Reese's pieces and sprinkle them over the top. And there you go. There is your Mary Mac socket to me cake with Reese's pieces and tiny Reese's cups. And it is really good. Really, really good. Now, if you want to make it in the original way that a, for whatever God knows why reason, anybody would make a socket to me cake with this streusel filling. Streusel doesn't say socket to me. Streusel says, I'm going to bed as soon as the news is done. I don't know. <laughs> streusel is delicious, but I've never heard of it being inside a bunt cake. Well, this is what this is. This is how you make the streusel filling if you want to do it. When you open up your package of golden, yellow, delicious cake mix that you have purchased, take out two tablespoons of it, okay? And what you want to do is you're going to take two tablespoons of that cake mix and you're going to mix it with two tablespoons of brown sugar, two teaspoons of cinnamon, 
and one cup of finely chopped pecans. Mix that all together. That's going to be your streusel filling. So, again, put your cake batter, half of your batter, into your prepared bunt pan. Sprinkle that streusel filling on top there with your pecans and whatever. And then put the rest of your cake batter on top of that. And then you're going to bake that the same amount of time, 55 to 60 minutes. Check it at about 50 and see if it's done. Stick it with a toothpick. And same thing, when that cools, what this cake is topped with is um, you get about, oh, I don't know, half a cup of white icing, which is easy to mix up. I would take a fourth cup of softened butter and about two cups of powdered sugar, teaspoon of vanilla, and about, oh, a teaspoon of milk or so. You might have to add more. Blend that up well and thin it enough so that it'll... You don't want to thin it like real thin. You want it to kind of sag on the cake but not run down it, okay? So you've got a fourth cup of butter, two cups of powdered sugar, teaspoon of vanilla, and maybe like a teaspoon of milk. And make that into just a little bit thinner than a spreading consistency so that when you go around the top of the cake, it'll like sag down but not just run all over the place. And then sprinkle chopped pecans on top of that. And that's how you serve the original socket to me cake. Okay? That doesn't say socket to me. I'm telling you, the chopped up Reese's Pieces, nothing says socket to me like chopped up Reese's Pieces. My version is better. The Mary Mac socket to me cake. So that's Mary Mac socking it to you. <laughs> Go make this cake for crying out loud. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you. Sock it to me, baby. <laughs>